Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Hey everyone, it's Damien. I'm badly in need of a haircut. Deeker here. And today I want to talk to you about some really interesting trends I've noticed coming along on online dating right now with the current apocalypse, I don't dare to say the C word here on YouTube, with the apocalypse going on, how much it's changed women's behaviors on all online dating platforms. So I want to share some really curious stuff I've found. Keep watching to see what that is. So the first most obvious thing, and I've already had a number of you commenters mention it, I've had a number of guys in my Facebook group talk about it, a whole bunch of women are appearing on your, especially your Tinder profiles from other countries. Now, I've noticed this a lot, not just in Tinder, but I've noticed it in Badoo as well. Women from especially around South America reaching out to me, um, trying to get into contact. Um, and on Tinder, it's happening a ton. Now, the reason it's happening on Tinder is that women are being offered free passport usage, Tinder passport, which allows you to place your location anywhere in the world. So what's happening is women are saying, hey, I'd like to be in Sydney. I'd like to meet guys in New York. I'd like to meet guys in LA. And so when you see their profile, when you match with them, it says that these women are 13,000 miles away, right? 13,000 miles is a long way. 5,000 miles away. Um, It's happening a lot to a lot of guys, especially in big um, popular cities like New York and LA, as I said. It doesn't happen so much in Gold Coast, but it's still happening here quite a bit. So this is a really common phenomenon. However, it's happening in Badoo and other apps, I believe, because all of a sudden, uh, you know, poorer countries are suffering more with the coronavirus stuff going around. They don't have as the governments aren't looking after the citizens as well. Uh, They don't have the money to do so. And so they're looking for potentially financial support, things like that. That's my best guess. The other interesting trend I've noticed is that women are online throughout the daytime way more than ever before. It used to be, of course, that women worked during the day, they had lives, things were going on, and, you know, really you should only be using Tinder in an evening about 8 p.m. However, I've noticed a hell of a lot more women are contacting me during the days now, starting up conversations, talking with me. And, of course, the reason is a lot of women are either out of work a lot of people have lost their jobs right now or they're working from home right because so many people um are working home when possible to try to avoid the the virus going around so that's another trend i think that you, there's no need anymore to wait till 8 p.m at night to start conversations with women right now so many of them are at home right now that they want to have a chat which may, leads me to my third thing not only are women online more often right now but i've noticed that Not all, of course, but a lot more women are really eager to have a real conversation, like actually build rapport and have an actual chat. You know, it used to be that on Tinder, the common thing for most women to do would be to have really short two, three word answers, not give you a lot until you really get them hooked and engaged. But I'm seeing that a lot less, like the message length that I'm getting for women has increased radically. And I suppose that shouldn't really be a surprise because a lot of us are feeling really, really under-socialized. We're not going out and meeting with friends on the whole. We're not, we're not getting to, to just be social in general, even at work. And so women are starting to use these online dating sites as just a way to, to talk to people, to have human interactions. 
And so they're, they're not all women, but a lot of them are starting to engage a lot more, a lot higher quality engagements going on. And that's, to me, that's pretty cool. Now, let's move on to some curious discoveries that I've noticed, trends changing. One is this. I, I, I often change my profile around to see how it's going to impact how women um, respond to me. And my original profile I had set up recently, I should, shouldn't say original, but recently. So going back two weeks, I had a profile that said just, just who I was, all my details. One important detail is missing out was that I was in an open relationship. I was going to bring that up in conversation with them. Uh, I've tried both mentioning it, not mentioning it, and I, I flip flop and play around a bit. But when I recently added it back in that I was in an open relationship, I received a massive, huge uptick in, in matches that I got from women. What I've noticed is that far more women on Tinder right now are open to or pushing for or wanting casual sex. Maybe it's not even far more women. I'm not quite sure how to interpret the results. I just know that I'm getting a lot more attention from a casual sex vantage point, like a direct casual sex vantage point than I have in the past. The other interesting trend that I've noticed, I'm 36 years old and I'm getting a far higher number of women in their young 20s, early 20s, reaching out to me on Tinder. I mean, I've never had so many matches with young women on Tinder before. Historically, Tinder was okay. I mean, it was possible to meet younger women, but it was you'd always did far better out in the real world. But now I'm getting a whole bunch of really attractive, actually, younger women reaching out to me on Tinder. Like, they're real. I'm having conversations with them. They're interacting, having video dates, which I'll get onto in a second. Um, but yeah, they're reaching out. And so I got a number of theories around all this. This is all just conjecture. I don't have, I don't have enough metrics to make a, a firm guess. But my current perspective is this. Um, when I know that there's research on human beings and when we, when we're under stress, like direct stress, like, um, um, you know, a knife wielding maniac, or we feel in danger directly, direct impen impending danger, uh, libidos drop. Women's drop and men's sometimes peak for a little bit until the stress gets too high. That's often what happens with men and women. However, it's interesting that when we're asked to, instead of like we have impending doom, we have just consider our eventual demise. Consider dying one day. Think about being old and, and, and running out of days to live. When we do that, when we run these experiments on people, we tend to increase our sexual activity. And I think that could be what's happening here. I think that what's happening is a lot of us aren't feeling in immediate danger, but because of all this stuff going on, we're reading about death tolls and the news, all this stuff, we are considering our own deaths. And so women especially are starting to think, well, I don't want to die and not just enjoy myself. You know, I don't want to have something horrible happen and not just have lived in the meantime. And I think that's happening a little bit. Why the younger women are reaching out to older guys more? I don't know why exactly. Again, but my guess is something along the lines of we do know that um, when you have a lot of uh, security, life security, uh, women tend to go for younger men. And when the, you live in an environment that's less safe, less secure, then the age gap tends to increase. Women seek safety and security in men rather than because they want those needs met because those are higher prioritized needs, right? Rather than um, I don't know, good looks, common interest, all the other stuff. So women's perspectives, what they look for, starts to shift as perceived danger in the environment increases. These trends, the, there's good evidence that these trends exist. Whether that's the reason why or if it's something completely different, I don't know. 
But that's been an interesting trend that I've noticed. So guys, if you're over 35, you may want to jump back onto some of these online dating sites that might suddenly offer you more than they did in the past. Lastly, the last interesting thing that I've discovered is video dates. I haven't done a video on specifically on video dates yet, but I'm starting to have a lot of video dates because, you know, plenty of women are are open to the idea now. Lots of women I'm connecting with don't want to, you know, they want to be civic minded. They don't want to risk themselves or their family members. So, but they still want to meet and be social. And so I'm starting to arrange a lot of Skype dates with women. And I gotta say, I thought I'd hate them, but but I don't. I'm actually really, really liking them. And I'm starting to feel like what I'd love to do is keep doing Skype dates as my first date for every girl I'm interested in on Tinder or, or online dating. And the reason is, I think that I think I suspect that I'll get a much higher if women are open to it, I'll get a much higher first date rate with women because there's very little um, they don't need to put a lot of effort in. Right. So they don't have to go somewhere, drive somewhere, do all that crap to meet a guy. They can just meet him online. The safety perception is much higher and my time doesn't get wasted. I get to meet all these women and screen them much better without having to go through all the effort. Then when we actually meet in person, it's much more likely that can end in sex because we've already screened each other. So I'm not wasting a lot more time. It's more efficient. Women's safety levels are much higher. And I've spoken to women about this who have been doing video dating and a lot of them are saying they're loving the idea and they think they'd prefer to do video dates from now on as a first date as well. So quite possibly the landscape of online dating expectations is going to change. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.